Hello, everyone. I am Kim, the SME. Welcome to the Kim Unity Solutions Podcast. It's so good to have you here. I'm glad you joined. Today, I'm going to be talking about graduation. During this time, there's a lot of high school graduates, and they are, uh, most of them, are pursuing a degree, right? So they are going away to college, and I am just ecstatic for them. I am happy for them. Congratulations on all of your accomplishments. If you are listening, it's a very, very proud moment. I'm excited for you. Now, before I started this, this episode, I actually wanted to talk to students who were graduating college and were entering the workforce, entering corporate America. But today I said, let me take a step back and let me congratulate everyone that is graduating from high school and on their way to college. Last year, my daughter had her first year um, in college. And there's just a few pointers that I wanted to give out to you all. And just from my point of view as a mother, um, as a high school graduate, as a college graduate, as a student, a college student who attended multiple types of colleges. So let's just get right into it. So again, I am Kim the SME. As always, I'm only speaking from my experience. First off, there are so many different avenues for graduates to take. Not everybody chooses college and that's okay. There's a lot of professions that don't need it. There's a lot of routes that don't need it. And then you have that we're in the age of YouTube and um, online education and coding and a lot of these things you can learn online, right? So why go out and waste that money for a college degree when you really don't have to? Or you can go in and um, take a real estate exam and, and that can be your profession, right? So today I'm going to be talking about the high school graduates who are going away to college who will be living in the dorm life. You may already know but there are many types of, of colleges. There's many types of sources of education that you can go to, right? There are technical colleges and vocational schools where you can go and just learn that trade, whether it is welding or heating and air, right? HVAC systems. You can go to Learn your nursing certifications, your CNA license, your LVN license. There's a lot of schooling where you can just go to that school for that specific um, focus group and not have to take all of these extra classes. And the, a lot of times they're a lot cheaper. So that's one route that some students choose to take. Then there are your state schools. Um, I went to California State. University San Bernardino, right? There's junior colleges. Those are the two year colleges where you can go and in two years, you can get your associate's degree, right? And then with those classes at a junior college, what you would want to do is make sure that they're transferable. So those classes that you take, you can transfer those credits to a university or another college and still keep those credits. Many times what happens is we take these classes at these junior colleges and they don't transfer. So the history that you took or the English class that you took at this junior college doesn't transfer to the university. So you have to take that same class over again. So you always want to make sure that the classes you are taking 
are transferable to the next school that you are trying to attend. Okay. I really felt it in my heart to explain it. You can hear it from your friends. You can hear it from other sources, but I just wanted to get on here and tell you my experience and my daughter's experience, you know, from my perspective, um, things that I wish I would have done or wish I would have known. So I hope you enjoy this. Um, a lot of parents can probably relate to some of the things I'm going to say. A lot of students, they're already ahead of the ball. They have already decided and applied to what college they wanted to. They've already been accepted to the school of their choice. Others are just getting started. Maybe they've just made up their mind and that is perfectly okay. I advise you to fill out the financial aid form. It's called the FAFSA, F-A-F-S-A, and you can find that at fafsa.gov. And you basically fill out that information. If you do not have children and you are still dependent on your parents, you will need their income tax information. And then you, you fill out the application, you submit it. And what happens is that information is populated on the government side. And in return, they'll let you know down the line what financial aid you qualify for. If there's scholarships, if there's grants, if there's Pell Grants, um, if there's loans and of course loans, we always want that to be the last, the last option. What I really like about the financial aid is depending on your, on your qualification and the aid that they say you qualify for work study. So work study is basically where you can work and study. It's basically a part-time position that you can get on your local campus and you can work those certain hours on the campus. You don't have to worry about transportation. That's what I really loved about it. Um, they are very flexible with working with your hours. When I was going to school and I qualified for work study, I was a math tutor. I really enjoy math. I really love math. And that position was available. And so I took it. So during the hours that I had available, I would go to the lab and the students that had or had a need or needed assistance. I could help them with their math. So I really enjoyed it. I got paid to do it. I didn't need a car. I didn't have to travel to get there. And it was very flexible with my classes. My next advice or solution would be to always, always, always keep the lines of communication open between yourself and your advisors, your counselors, your professors, everyone. Keep that line of communication open because what that shows is that you are being proactive, that you really want to be there. You really want to learn. So always raise your hand in class. Don't sit all the way in the back because there's always a stigma or stereotype that the people in the back really don't want to um, learn or be called upon or, or things like that. So always push your best foot forward. So I would always say, to sit in the front, sit in the middle of the classroom and always pay attention, um, take notes. And when I was in high school, my dad signed me up at a junior college and I took a speed reading class. And so that really helped me with reading my books and picking out the most important information. What I would also suggest is 
learning shorthand. And I didn't go to a class. I didn't take a class for shorthand. But what I will tell you is that I just started practicing and writing out the sound of the word, just the word that I could hear. And so that was my, my own personal shorthand. And what I found was my professors in college, they just spoke so fast. And so when I was going to college, I would try to take a little recorder, right? But sometimes it would die out. It's not like how we have cell phones now. So I would write in shorthand. And that really helped me capture all of the important information that the professors were speaking. Not everybody writes on boards. Not everybody gives you a review before the exam like they did in high school if you had that experience. So take great notes, communicate, raise your hand, get in study groups. What I told my daughter was that in every class that you go to, it's always wise to get the phone number of somebody in that classroom. So if for some reason you miss the class or if you have a question about it, you can always dial up somebody and say, hey, I missed the class. What was covered? What did I miss? Or did you understand this particular um, portion of the of the subject matter? And so if you have somebody from each class that is so helpful for you in the long run and also raise your hand as for tutoring. You pay a lot of money to attend these colleges and universities. There are tutors for most of every subjects that are out there for every class that's out there. So get the help that you need. Let's not get embarrassed. Let's not be ashamed. We not no one in this world knows everything. So it's so important to seek assistance, seek guidance, seek direction. Okay. Next, I will say number three is don't be afraid to join a club or join an organization. Now, would I advise that first starting out? No, because you want to get acclimated to the environment, acclimated to the school, figure out your schedule. I would say not to jump into any kind of commitment as soon as you get there. It's okay to browse around, but really try to. And, and, and another reason is that you're still learning yourself. You're still learning yourself. So I would say don't commit too early. Um, but again, that's your choice. You can. A lot of people are already in um, multiple organizations where they're in high school. So it's not really a huge adjustment for them. So I'm hoping all this information helps. I just wanted to get on here and tell you the same thing that I was telling my daughter, telling you things that I wish my parents would have told me. But my parents never did go away to college. Not everybody has someone that they can reach out and say, hey, what do I expect? My daughter, uh, my other daughter is working right now and she's working with somebody who's older than her and who wants to go to college and, you know, has adults near near him, but he still doesn't have the resources to find out how to find out how to fill out for financial aid or what college to go to or how to apply. So just because you're surrounded by people doesn't mean that they're knowledgeable and can help you. So I just wanted to be a solution, be a problem solver, okay, and help those that need it. So again, don't be afraid to reach out. I'm glad that, you know, he felt comfortable enough to reach out to my daughter to reach out to me. And I'm like, hey, yeah, tell him to come over. We'll go over it. You know, we'll go over the application. And, and, and I, I always want to be a helping hand. I never want to 
stunt anyone's growth. I never want to have information that I'm not sharing with somebody in need. Okay. And I, and I hope you do the same. I hope this information is relevant and, um, you know, beneficial for you. The next is when you get into college, you know, in high school, a lot of family, a lot of friends will be saying, hey, what are you going to be studying? What do you want to do? What do you want to do? Oh, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a lawyer. I want to be an engineer. And all of that is great. It sounds great. You know, you, you, you argue so much. You will be great at being attorneys or you're a great artist. Why not be an engineer or get into architecture? It's really important for you to see where they're coming from, but also understand yourself and know what and learn because you don't really know, but learn what you like. See how it applies to you. And I would also say take different kinds of classes to see what appeals to you. And this is, again, speaking from experience. So my parents, I was one of those. My parents said, you know, you love to debate or you are, you are so great at arguing and I should be a lawyer. And so growing up, I, I want to be a lawyer. That's what I started saying. That's what I started saying. And I went to school and I studied political science. And then my third year in, I realized I really, really love numbers. And so I became an accountant. So it's just very important to realize what works for you. So don't be ashamed if you go into, into college and you start as an undecided major or undeclared major. That is perfectly okay. You are still taking classes. You are still learning. And I don't know the statistics. I need to find that out. But so many people change their, their major, you know, while they are in school or they go and get, they, they complete the degree in whatever field that they chose, but then they go and do something totally different. So it's okay to adventure. It's okay to figure out what works for you. And that goes with your learning style and your learning environment and how you best um, comprehend information. So again, all of these things, all of these experiences are part of your journey. Everything that you experience through high school is part of your journey. So what you did in high school that you didn't like, or you think it was a bad decision. Okay. Now you can change it. Now you can go a different route. Now you can try something else. Now you've learned, okay, how to treat friends or what to avoid. Again, these are all part of our learning lessons. You are not alone. It happens to everyone. It happens to the best of us. So I, I, I really am so excited for you all. I really am. The next thing I want, I want you to know is that I already said it's okay to not know, but also leave room for grace for your parents. Leave room for grace. Just like how I told you how the young man, you know, was in the home with his family and they don't know. Parents don't know everything. So, so give us grace. We, we, we want the best for you. We don't always know how to communicate that or to show you, but know that we want the best for you. And our teaching styles may be different or wrong, or again, we, we are learning. We are learning. I remember when my parents dropped me off at college and I can't remember what I did, but I was just so ready for them because the first day, it's like the whole family affair. 
And I made my dad so upset that he just stayed in the car. And I just felt so bad. I felt so bad, but I was just so ready. I was, I'm the only child. I went out of state and I was just so ready to be on my own. I wasn't disrespectful or anything like that, but whatever notion that I gave him, he felt it. He took it to heart and I, I, I still feel bad to this day. And this is years ago, years ago. And I know he's never forgotten it either. So be mindful, be understanding. We want the best. A lot of times what I found is that as we are going to the next level, we start to fall out with people. Okay. You probably wanted a car because you were going away from college, but your parents are like, no, you don't need to call your first year. If you were in your parents' shoes, you would totally understand. And now in this day and age, so when I was going to school, there was no Uber and Lyft. There was none of that. I had to take a, the city taxi or um, find a friend with a truck or that could take me back and forth to the airport. So again, we have your best interest at heart. I promised you we do. Parents are not perfect. Something that I didn't have to experience Right. We were still using MySpace. I think MySpace was just starting when I was in college. So now we're in the whole AI, artificial intelligence age. And when I asked my daughter a question, who was a freshman this year, that, hey, have you ever tried using AI? And she was like, no, that is, you know, against school policies, and which I totally understand. So make sure you are not using AI to submit your work. Um, make sure you are following the school's policies and procedures so that you don't have to get reprimanded in any type of fashion. Dorm life, dorm life. What I told my daughter was go in with your own. If you can have refrigerators and all that and TVs, go in with your own. A lot of times we want to share so it's less expense, but sometimes it causes friction. My daughter, she she's a night owl. Somebody else could be an early bird. Who has a TV on? Who has a TV off? Who's going to tell who to turn it off? It's my TV. I can play it when I... It's always best to have your own if you can afford it, okay? If, if that's an option, it's always best to have your own. There's always a student union. If your school has a student union where everybody gets together, watch the shows, um, shows pool, all that kind of stuff. I'm sure your parents have told you this. I hope they have, but never, never, never leave your drink unattended. Never leave your drink unattended, regardless of where you are. If you leave it, do not come back to it. Do not drink it. I don't care how much it was. Drink it before you leave. If you have to go, even your friends, you, and a lot of times you are just meeting these people that you call your friends. They haven't been tested. You don't know if they're, tr they're tried and true. So you can't always trust everybody that you're out there with. Drink your drink before you leave, before you go to the restroom, before you say, I'll be right back. And always, if you leave with, if you go with someone, come back with someone. Never stay by yourself. And whoever you're with, make sure that that's, that's the rule. 
because a lot of things are happening nowadays and it's so important to just be with people that you know and whoever you leave with to come back with. I'm trying to think of what else that I would like to share with you all. For I remember there were ladies out there who their parents made too much money so they could not get the financial aid everybody else was getting. They were getting so much, some people were getting so much financial aid that they were getting checks cashed back to them. But if you do not have any children, you are considered a dependent on your parents' income, right? So if your parents make too much money, then your financial aid is impacted. You're not going to get that much. And what I did see a few people doing is going out and having babies so they could qualify for financial aid. That's not the route we want to go. That's not the route we want to go. That's not the route we want to go. So I would advise to, while you are out of school during the summer, get some extra income, grab a job if you can. And basically the amount of money that you make, let's say the first check you get, if it's for two weeks, you look at it and you say, okay, for two weeks, I made $800. If I do that five times, that's $4,000. Okay. So then you're like, okay, I have $4,000. Of course, you need to get school supplies and all that good stuff. But then you divide it by the week. Okay, that means I can spend $50 per week for this. This is my budget. And a lot of times if you're in a dorm, you have to have a meal plan. So it's always best. And I'm just saying all this stuff. I know it may sound tedious to a lot of people or, or a non-issue because your family comes from money, but not everybody has that experience. So it's always wise to budget your money okay when you're in dorms i remember there was a guy at my campus who had basically candy salespeople in every single dorm so he was already an entrepreneur so he, he would go to costco and get the big boxes of candies and he would sell them out the dorms because sometimes the machines don't work or they're not stocked or maybe his prices were cheaper and so people could go to his room and buy the candy. And then he started basically franchising it out, right? So he would have people in different dorms selling for him. Of course, he'd get a percentage. So some people do hair. My daughter does hair. Somebody could be doing proofreading, even though I know there's AI. So it's a different time now. So get creative. Think of ways that you can create income during the summer so you'll be prepared for when you go to school okay so i am kim the sme as always i'm only speaking from my experience i hope this has helped you in some way form or fashion i want you all to go out there and be as prepared as you can with the information oh and one last thing just in case there's some people out there that's going away to college with a friend just because you go with a friend doesn't mean you're going to end with that friend. Okay? Because everybody grows. Everybody grows into who they are, who they want to be, who they are made up of. And everybody doesn't align. Some people grow apart. So you will have friends that as you grow, you fall apart from them. You grow apart. And again, that is okay. Just like a flower blooming. 
some of those petals are going to fall. And there's no need to hate. There's no need to, um, you know, get upset about it. You know, wish them well. Wish them well because the energy you put out is the energy you come back with. And I am hoping that this is so helpful for you and gives you just another insight, another perspective of what to expect or challenges that you may come across. Okay, so you all have a wonderful, wonderful day. Congratulations on your accomplishments. Congratulations on finishing high school. Not everybody finishes high school. Congratulations if you've gotten your GED and on your way to college. Be proud of that. Everybody has their own journey. Everyone has their own challenges. Just focus on you. Focus on what works for you and be kind to others in the process. Y'all have a wonderful, wonderful day. If you like this episode, check in on the previous episode that's talking about triggers. And next week, I will be discussing the transition from graduating from college and going into corporate America. So I can't wait to talk about that. There were so many different um, realities from what I thought it was going to be when I entered corporate America, from what I was raised, thinking it was going to be like, and then, you know, what, what it actually was from my experience. So tune in. <laughs>